We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please help! Yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the S4 Podcast. My name is Sarge, and joining me today, as normal, as usual, normal, usual, uh, what's word? What's word we want to use today, gentlemen? Uh, Usually normal. Normal, okay. Is Danger, who is, Hi. if and, and you guys can't see him because you are in audio land, but he is wearing the best lumberjack Halloween costume in the world. Red plaid shirt, big bushy beard. Looking great there, bud. How you doing today? It's, it's not one that I put together for this. It's just who I am. I, I've i taken up a new career in my life, and it's uh, lumberjacking. It's really just me hitting a, a tree in the backyard with a toy axe, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And Probably also going to be very successful. And also joining us today, from the comfort of his closet, the one, the only, Monster. How are you doing, Monster? I'm doing really well. Um, with that being said, though, can we never use the term lumberjacking again? <laughs> I just, I don't feel real good about that one. Uh, you know what? Lumberjacking all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> it sounds like something a, a guy with that kind of beard and, and flannel would do on a regular basis. So, well, that's fine. That's uh, fine. I, I mean, at least he's not registered with his local, you know, law enforcement office. You know? Uh, I feel like if I had to register with anything with this beard, it'd be the local Humane Society. <laughs> Either way, there's still time. Yeah. There's still yeah. time. So on today's episode of the Is For Podcast, we are at the letter H. Season 2, letter H. Letter H today is Halo. Now, I know Danger has played Halo. I've played, played Halo with Danger. Has Monster played Halo? I have never played Halo. In my life. Really? I am here strictly for educational purposes. I want you to tell me all about it. <laughs> all about Halo? <laughs> I've watched a few. Um, I, I to, to get prepared, I watched a few YouTubers play it, um, do some reviews of it. Um, I, I think I got the gist. <laughs> well, if you've ever played any first-person shooter since, like, 2001, you've essentially played Halo to some degree and fashion. Because mm -hmm. the first Halo called Halo, it's not Halo Com, it's not called Halo One or Halo. It's do you know what it is, Danger? Halo um, Combat Evolved. That's right, Halo. Oh, Halo okay, Combat, Combat Evolved. Evolved. Yeah. I so, do remember. See, see, never played it, but I did some homework. You did some homework. I so. do remember playing that one quite a bit on that first Xbox. Oh, that ugly black Xbox and the giant controller that it had. He had and to practice like holding the, a brick. This, yeah, it wasn't the sleek thing that it is now. It was this like giant. I mean, it was basically like uh, uh, one of those cell phones from the '80s that Zach Morris had, but like rounded out. I mean, it's that not only that, but reasons, I was going to say that's one of the reasons I never really got into it is because I was a PlayStation guy and trying to play after years and years of using a PlayStation controller, trying to use an Xbox controller was like. What the hell is this thing? It's like trying to play video games with a book. <laughs> Say what you will about the that old terrible controller and the difference between the PlayStation and 
Xbox controller, and we've talked about it before, but no controller will ever be ba- as bad as the 64 controller. That was just the weirdest controller. I don't say that's it a is. bad controller. That was just a weird controller. The N64 yeah. controller was targeted to a very specific demographic, people with three hands. So if you had three hands, it was a very comfortable controller. <laughs> I was not that demographic. <laughs> so, so back on back on track here. Okay. So since 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 should Monster, we rename the show back on track? Yeah, we uh, we probably should at this point. <laughs> um, so since since Monster answered that question, danger. This question's for you, sir. How many Halo Four. games are there? Oh, like mainline or? Yes, we're gonna say mainline. Does the Master Chief Collection count in that? No, it does not. I d- no. Okay, because that's a multitude that's like, of games. That's like a greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, seven. Nope. 42. No. Is it five? No, sir. There are 11. 11? 11? All right, ready? Halo Combat Evolved, 2001. Halo 2, 2004. Halo 3, 2007. Uh, Let's see. Halo Wars, 2009. Halo 3 ODST, Orbital Drop Shock Troopers, 2009. So was that? Hold on. So was Halo Three ODST a totally like, separate game? But but so is it from Halo Three? Yes, they borrowed the storyline. Yeah, it's part of the storyline. Okay. They had to break it up because it was too big. Okay. Uh, Halo Reach in 2010, mm-hmm. Halo Four in 2012, Halo Five in 2015, Halo Wars Two in 2017, <laughs> and. This year actually dropped this month is Halo Infinite in 2021. Isn't the oh. Halo Infinite like complete multiplayer, no story or something like that? Don't know. haven't played it. So these ones that are not numerical, the ones that have other titles, are they considered like mainline chronological or are they like kind of like when we talked about Resident Evil, you had like your numbered entries but then you had like spin-offs and side No, stories. these are these these are not spin-offs. These are all chronological. These are chronological. Okay. But okay, so Halo 3 ODST came out after what? Halo 12 or What? No, it came out yeah, okay. after uh Halo Wars. Okay, so but then that told more of the story for Halo 3 which was back in the storyline. So how was that that game chronological? Well, because when they pushed out, and this is just from, from what I have read in my experience playing the game, when they came out with Halo 3, the issue is, is there was a lot of, if you notice, there was a lot of storyline missing out I of played Halo 3. 3. I played 1, 2, I played uh, a good chunk of ODST, and I think that was really it, honestly. So, so there's a lot of plot line missing from Halo 3. So they couldn't, they couldn't put out everything in one because at that point it was right. I don't want to say it was right after when three four three studios took over from Bungie. I don't remember if it was at that point, but I do know Microsoft was trying to get away from the multi disc release where you have to have disc one, disc two, disc three. Uh, there was just so you know, much. J- real quick, uh, a note on that: there was something kind of cool about feeling like you're playing a game and you're on disc one and you reach the end of disc one. 
what like a like a an accomplished feeling you got when it was time to put in disc two, and what an aggravation it was to have to restart the game and pop in disc one, load into your load all that up, and then be like, load save game, insert disc four. I guess. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, yeah. so then of course yeah. this was this was before they started pushing patches and stuff like that like like they do now so they just brought out uh Halo uh Halo Wars as a sub stand between and then ODST to polish off the Halo 3 so Halo Wars was really just to appease the people to keep them happy until ODST came out which i thought ODST was wonderful it was great um if i remember correctly ODST was was the one that uh there was no winning. It was just the end was just a relentless onslaught, and yes, yeah. Uh, I remember because I played with a friend of mine who had played through it, and I had no idea what was happening at that point. And I look over, like I'm, I'm out there just going at it. We're you know we're sitting in this living room. I'm just out there going at it, just killing everything that I can. And I look over, and he's just on his phone, his controller sitting in his lap. He's just not doing anything because he knew it was happening. Yeah. And I was like, you gonna fight? He was like, nah, I'm dead. I was like, okay, but you know, I, he was like, no, you're gonna die too. Just, you're gonna die. <laughs> you're, you're gonna die. Okay. So, and guess what? I died. <laughs> so I found this out doing doing all my little like special researches when Bungie first decided it was gonna come out with the Halo series. The original Halo game, Combat Evolved, was meant to be a third person over the shoulder, and Microsoft said no. So they made it first person, which is which is really weird because once Microsoft bought out Bungie at three four three Studios, which is a subsidiary of Microsoft, took over. Bungie started working on that crap series called Destiny, and yeah, yeah. and you could definitely now, tell. Now I will say, so at what point did Gears of War start to start to emerge? Does anybody know? Because uh, I feel like that was sort of like what you just described almost sounds like to me, like Microsoft wanted to make this over-the-shoulder third-person... Microsoft didn't want to. Game. Bungie did. Okay. Um, and then Gears of War came out, I feel like, sort of around the same time, maybe, maybe a little bit after Halo had been around, but that sort of kind of goes off of that. Granted, I from what I've seen, I think Gears of War is a lot more visceral and and oh, it gory. is. It is. Yeah, so Halo. Gears of War right. came out after a quick little searchy here. Gears of War came out in two thousand and six, and the first Halo was when two thousand and one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some people have argued that Halo has Halo has set the bar. When it first came out for first-person shooter s games, um, I think I think the first one was Doom in the '90s, and then the all first-person shooters were kind of the same. And then it seemed like Halo showed up, and then after that, it kind of rewrote the script for first-person shooters. Well, I mean, yeah, because you have took that over. I mean, because you have like Wolfenstein, and then you had Wolfenstein 3D, and then you had like Doom. Um, what was right. the other one? Duke Nukem. You know, all that, all, all that stuff came out before Halo, but I think what Halo Long did is before. Halo really, really, yeah. really set the bar well, I mean, for now, for the 2000s era of video games. Our fellow monster is not wrong. The They were all kind of the same, and I think every, you know, genre of game, every, you know, every industry has 
it's things that change the game and change how things were moving and kind of reinvent the wheel and make things move in a new direction. Right. Almost kind of frees you up from what you thought you could do and now shows you what you can do. Kind of, you know, gets the wheels turn a little bit more. And, you know, so we had the, you know, Duke Nukem and uh, Doom and whatnot. And then I feel like we kind of got away from first person shooters for a while. And then I think there was, um, I don't remember really a lot of first person shooters up until, uh, what was it? Half-Life. And then Half-Life was the first first person shooter game I ever played where I was like, holy crap, this is great. I also played on a mouse and keyboard, which completely changed the way that I ever wanted to do first person shooters again. But then it was Halo changed the game again. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's these marks along that way of the first right. person shooter. Well, you know, and, and I, well, I was just going to say, and Halo did a couple of things. They were kind of the originators of a couple of things that are almost staples in every first person shooter now. You know, um, one of the things is the regenerating health. That that's something that is like super common in first person shooters and and action shooter games now but before then like back in the 90s especially during like we said doom and duke nukem and stuff you had a health bar you had to pick up health packs you had to you know be conscious of that halo was one of the very first games where it was like okay you're getting shot go duck and cover for four or five seconds see your shield bar replenish and then get back out there yeah i mean like so i i agree uh, i agree and one of the things that I think came of that mentality of you need to step back and take a second is we, we've already talked about Gears of War. So in Gears of War, you are actively punished if you don't use cover. Actively right. punished. And um, by the way, I turn off all the regenerative health uh, stuff. So On Halo? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. I, I like my safety net. <laughs> you like to say that? So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, since since Danger did not know how many Halo games there were, Monster, how many Halo books are there? Oh, Lord. Um, I have no idea. I know there's a bunch of Legitimately them. published, recognized books, not fan fiction or anything else. Oh, I'm I sure will the say... fan fiction episode would have gotten a big... Uh, it would have had a lot of more content had we gone Halo fan fiction. Master Chief Erotica. No. <laughs> Master Chief Erotica. Um, I will guess 43. Close. You're actually pretty close. I don't you? know if I'm proud or saddened by that. How about, how about, how about, how about danger? Is it more or less than? Less than 43. Oh, man. Um, 41. This was price, this was price <laughs> wow, is right. I would have lost. Right. Yeah, you totally would have. There are 30 officially licensed Gears, not Gears. Um, we both did not make Halo it to the books. showcase. And what the funny thing about that is, is once Halo started allowing writers the ability to create alternate storylines within the Halo universe, every other game industry started, you know, every other game developer allowed it to happen after that. Uh, most notable, most recently, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. They have a book series out based on the game. And it is pretty, what's the word I want to use here? Um, uh, intense, almost. The book series is very intense, very, to use Danger's word, visceral. I mean, it is not a book for the faint of heart. I didn't say visceral. 
He did. Monster did. Monster did? Well, I gave I mean, you Monster's I have credit. I Visceral before, but I, mean, I if, didn't say it here. If it's, a, if it's a word that's bigger than it needs to be to talk about gross stuff, it's probably me. Okay, fair enough. So, how many movies? How many movies? Officially licensed movies. Oh, oh, ooh. Monster's about to fly out of his chair. No, 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 no. It's not movies, but I have something really, 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 really cool to talk about with the show. But but go, go out with you, the movies if first. If you tell me this, whatever factoid is it you have, and it does not warrant that many reallys, I'm done. <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, especially for All right. me. All right, back on track right. here. So, guessing yeah, movies. movies. So, so I... I don't think there's a live action movie, a live action Halo movie. I know there was rumors of Peter Jackson working on it. I don't think anything. Yes, that fell that that fell through due to funding. Nobody thought yeah, for yeah. some reason when that when they were doing that, they're like, "This Halo franchise is not that big of a money maker." And when I tell you the total number of dollars Halo has oh. made, you're gonna understand that oh, Peter boy. Jackson was a dang fool. But I digress. You, you, how many? How many movies? Oh, I'll say three. I'll and, say five. Well, Monster would be wrong, and Danger would be correct. There are five oh, officially shoot, licensed movies. I got movies. something right tonight. And and you actually got something wrong. There are live action Halo movies. Oh, there are. Oh, there most certainly are. They're short, but oh. they are wonderful. Yes, I have. I okay. I was thinking live action feature length no. um, movie, but no, I have seen a couple live action shorts that were made yes and those were officially licensed they they are officially licensed yes they are now what even blew me away even more is the voice acting right everyone knows voice acting makes a game i mean when you think of optimus prime in the movies you know in his voice there's only one person that will ever voice that so peter cullen yeah yeah we talked about peter cullen a lot on the transformers episode he's got a very i mean iconic voice and I don't think he could ever really voice anything else. No. Because, I mean, anything else will sound yeah. like Optimus Prime. <laughs> I, I have heard his voice in other stuff, and it is like, hey, that yeah. frog sounds like Optimus Prime. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's he's definitely got, like, an awesome, booming, dramatic voice. And I think because it's been paired with Optimus Prime for so long, you just can't right. hear Optimus yeah, Prime. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you're 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 waiting for the frog and Princess the Frog to tell people to transform and roll out, right? <laughs> like the frog, I know that frog can be a two story foot robot if it wants right. to. Yeah, but you're not just fooling not me. <laughs> so they've had some actually phenomenal, well known voice actors that a lot of people don't realize are actually in the game. For for example, for example, Keith David. Do you know who yeah. Keith David is? I do. Oh yeah. So for the people who don't know who Keith David is, he he is the father, and there's something about Mary. That was that's, one of his roles. Yes, that's that was, the one you're going with. I think that's it's the, the one that one. most people are going to know. I mean, that's not the one that I would have picked either. No, but, so which one okay. would, you, would you have picked? I was thinking, I was thinking the thing. I was thinking they live. I yeah, was. So you're thinking horror movie esque. Barbershop. Yeah, Barbershop. I would no, have gone. Keep... I would have gone Rec Room for a Dream, but for some reason that's the. So for those of us and... who take lighthearted movies, uh, something about Mary. He's the father. Well, well, to bring it back, he is a voice in Princess and the Frog. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> also, Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. I love Nathan Fillion. Oh yeah. Uh, I, uh, he played, and the thing is, is he, uh, from what I've been able to research, and I don't know if this is true or not, and I'm not going to bother to ask the guy on social media, but uh, 
Rumor is, is he turned down payment for that role for the to voice act. As what character? He was Buck in Halo Five. It wouldn't surprise me if he if he did. I feel like he's he's one of those those actors who I've seen show up and stuff, and I have, have no idea how they ever afforded him. But I feel like he's an actor that would show up to do stuff because he just wants to yeah. do it. Pretty much. So his most notable role is cult classic Firefly, the movie Serenity. So go watch yeah, it. Yeah, I- he was also was wonderful in Santa Clarita Diet. Um, for like the for a good chunk of it, he's just ahead. It's yep, it, 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 it's fantastic. He is phenomenal in James Gunn's movie Slither, a very yeah. underrated horror comedy for sure. <laughs> Which he's a isn't he? I guess you would consider him one of James Gunn's guys, his actors, because he puts him in all yeah. his movies. Yeah, so yeah, he is for sure. So, upon researching other things about the the game series franchise, however you want to label it, um, there are 400 playable hours worth of content, not counting the newest um, Halo Infinite. So, you're telling me that if I were to sit down and play Halo, like, from the first game until going up to the newest game... Um, my girlfriend would leave me, and I would have no more friends because I would you spend would all my spend sixteen point five days okay. playing Halo. I, you would be starved. Cool. You would be thirsty. You would be dirty. <laughs> yes, your woman would leave you. Yeah, um, I would lose family, uh, <laughs> friends. <laughs> Now, without doing a whole lot of research into this necessarily, out of those 16 and a half days worth of gameplay, what kind of, like, what's the critical reviews on these games? Like, I know that the first couple Halos have been regarded as kind of all-time classic, first-person shooter classics, but when we're getting into installment six, installment eight, like, are they still being praised as, like, Great, or are they just kind of eh, more well, of the same? We'll, 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 we'll get to that in a second, right? Okay. Well, honestly, yeah, movies, we, well, movie series are not good at that point. No, and, and they're not. Right. And we'll, uh, I can give some examples of game series that ended on a bad note, the game series that have ended on a good note as well. But so Peter Jackson, when he decided he was not Peter Jackson, right? Who's going to do the movie? Did I, did I say yeah, that? Yeah, it was right? Peter Jackson yeah. was going to do it because uh, so, I think he, uh, after. I mean, I liked his stuff he did before Lord of the Rings, but after Lord of the Rings, he pretty much, whatever project he wanted, he pretty much got. Yeah. And, you know, why not take on another giant property? Like so Lord of the Rings was fine, but he peaked at Dead Alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, Dead Alive was great, but Meet the Feebles, man. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go on. Go ahead, Steven. Grossed, grossed income, not counting Microsoft Game, game Pass or any sort of um, cosmetic skins that you can buy through the Halo store, stuff like that. Just raw game sales on those 11 games. Well, 10 games because Infinite, I don't have those numbers for Infinite yet. So for those 10 games from 2001 to 2017, $3.4 billion in game sales. So... Whoever said that this wasn't whoever was in the executive office that was like this franchise is going to die. We're not going to put money into a movie was a fool. 
Well, just to oh, be yeah. clear, we were all very impressed. There was a moment of silence as all three of us just nodded enthusiastically. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, I was like, we're all like, wow, that's impressive. And we ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, I heard that it was because somebody pulled funding because they thought it wasn't going to make any money. Oh, yeah. And and I couldn't do anything but just go, what the hell? I mean, not that I want their – not that I'm craving a Halo movie. I'm not even that big of a Halo fan. I mean, I enjoy the games when I play them. They're good, fine games. Well, I well, think this series has gone on for way too long, but, you know. And to think, uh, and to think like, as far as, like, contemporaries go, for, for better or for worse, I mean, we talked about how many damn Resident Evil movies they made. <laughs> Um, they're still making Resident Evil movies. Uh, they've made two Doom movies so far. They'll probably make more. Um, I feel like there is a market for, obviously, for video game films, but the, like, live action where they take it seriously kind of versions, I think... Especially like for people like us who are now in our 30s, who were teenagers or in our 20s when we played these games. It's like, hell yeah, we want to see the grown-up movie. Yeah, say the F word. Yeah, blow mm-hmm. somebody's head off, you know? Well, the thing yeah, is, is and like I've, and- the money people are putting into the live-action videos is staggering. So the oh, war, sure. like someone built sure. a replica of Warthog, right? Fully oh, yeah. function, fully functioning. Yeah, well, of that. course, the, the 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 main cannons and stuff like that did not fire. The weaponry did not fire on it, but fully functional driving with the with the stupid uh, center steer and everything else that it had. The the guy dropped ninety thousand dollars into doing that. Extra ninety thousand dollars. I mean, to build some stupid shit. And the thing is, is like when you when you watch the video of him making it. You're like, how does this guy affording this stuff? But he went to, reached out to the Halo community. It was like, these are the plans for my Warthog. I want to start building it. He's like, oh, I'm running out of funding. And people are like, here's money. Here's money. Here's money. You know, I think there's been enough bad video game adaptations <sighs> that have come along. And, you know, we saw how how Peter Jackson adapted Lord of the Rings. I wasn't a big fan of his um, adaption of uh, The Hobbit. I feel like he Jar Jar Binks the hell out of that one. But... Uh, you know, I feel like if there's any major, uh, you know, movie director, writer, whatever, kind of feel like Peter Jackson might be the guy to to do that. Um, he's he makes a good transition from you know one medium to the other. He tries to stay as faithful to the story as he can. Now, I don't want to see the same exact story all over again, but you know, you're gonna piss off some video game nerds if you don't. You know, and I, I think he would have been the good one. Whoever made that call was a moron. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I might be making a judgment call here because I don't know much about the, the backstory with the film or, or whatever. But I feel like Peter Jackson does a really phenomenal job adapting material that he, in fact, is a fan of. So it's it's possible that he was not necessarily a halo fan and it would just be kind of a paycheck thing. In which case I don't know that it would turn out like a Peter Jackson. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't Peter Jackson's fault that it got pulled though. True. It was, it was, was it Warner Warner brothers? I think Warner brothers that pulled the funding is like, it's like universal pictures or Warner brothers pulled their funding because they didn't think there was going to be enough. 
people interested in the movie. And it's like, you are dumb. There's a couple game series that have done what Halo has done. Like Halo, the reason why Halo has lived as long as it has. So for, I think it was, uh, I think it was Danger who said, you know, how are, no, it was, it was Monster. You, you asked if the content from a critic review was better yeah. as they went through. Yeah. So Microsoft, I'm also curious on how, how it goes. Well, from what I can tell is Microsoft talks to the people that play the games. For for example, okay. Halo started to go out. I believe it was after Halo 3, I think. Um, a company named Rooster Teeth, uh, they did this spoof of Halo, which, well, you know, I, I don't like Rooster Teeth anymore, but they did a spoof of Halo where they made, had this thing called Red vs. Blue, and they had Griff Ball. And what they did is they put Griff Ball as an activity that you could do in the game. And all of a sudden, people saw, okay, what monster? What? <laughs> okay, so this is the thing I got really excited about earlier. So Rooster Teeth it has red versus blue, and it's a very funny parody. I don't want to say parody, but the way it started was they would... I also would... wouldn't say very funny, but go on. Well, okay. Uh, one of my first introductions to Halo when I was younger was red versus blue. My yes, buddies I... w would show me some of their stuff and it, it was funny. And uh, so now come full circle, the most recent release that they just did features original music by my band Game Breaks. So whether you like it or not, it's kind of cool that like Game Breaks is featured in the new red versus blue stuff. And actually gets a shout out on the back of the DVD case. It actually says nice. like on those special features and stuff. And it says, you know, features original music by Game Breaks. Nice. So that's kind of cool. That and is. I got real excited because I that's wanted to share that. That's good. You should be excited <laughs> about that, folks. So, Stephen, you're recording this one, right? Yeah. Okay. And I want oh, wait, you to am I supposed to be? Oh, I want you to edit this word out, but or this part out, this thing, whatever it is. That was the most fucking shameless plug I've ever seen. No, I'm leaving life. it in. I'm going to leave the shameless plug oh, in. No, 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 no. Leave, leave, leave it in. Leave it in. But it was just, I, it was just name, such a. <laughs> name one other time in the existence of this show where I can bring this up that I'm no. in a band that's nerdy uh, as shit and it's actually applicable to what we're talking about. No, Jay, no, absolutely. Jersey Devil. It's. Absolutely, it's fine. I just thought it was funny that you were like, in my bad game breaks, and <laughs> you just flew right in. I know, right? Casey, I if great. you're, if you're so, ever a part of something that you want to brag about and you're proud of, then you can go ahead and do that, okay? So back Jesus on track. What are, what, are, what are we doing? This is something I'm proud of. So, But it's I can't brag about this to this. I know, right? This is weird. Meta brag. <laughs> so... All right, back, back on. on, back on, back on track here. So, three four three industries and and Microsoft and all that they actually listen to what people have to say. So when people were like upset at certain parts of the game, they go through and they like revamp the games. And like nobody wanted to see the original ending. I believe to Halo Five, the original ending is Cortana dies. It's the original ending to the game. She dies. She Cortana has also the name of Microsoft's voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a little bit of a backstory there, just so people are, are following along. Cortana is the computer voice that speaks to Master Chief throughout the series. Is that correct? Oh, she is an artificial intelligence. 
Okay. I don't understand the offense, but it's okay. an artificial intelligence that is a voice that speaks to Master Chief. Yes. <laughs> so when Cortana dies at the end, when it's when Master, Master Chief Jarvis. Yes. So when <laughs> Master Chief sets off the bomb at the end of the game, Cortana dies. Well, supposedly. But no, people were so upset that Master Chief killed Cortana that they made her live and changed the ending of the story, which really boggled my mind because if they could have done, they could have done like what uh, Gears of War did. So in in Halo Five, we get introduced to Spartan Locke, Spartan Buck, and all them, and they're supposedly the new breed of Spartans, which is what Halo centers around. So instead of just giving, instead of giving Spartan. The, the new Spartans, their own spinoff, bringing in some older characters occasionally, which they should have done. They they did. Whereas in Gears of War, Gears of War, I want to say it's three. The main story for Gears of War ends with Marcus and with Dominic and with, you know, Cole and, and all them from the Gears of War franchise. And Gears of War 4 and 5 is focused not around the original people from 1, 2, and 3, but around their children. They still make appearances. But they're not the mains of the, of the story. So that's the only thing bad. I, if I had to say Halo did something wrong, I would have to say it would be that. Well, and you know what's funny is I, I think most video game series, you know, again, trying to think of the ones that I'm familiar with, like especially like the Resident Evil series and stuff. They they tend to err on the side of realism where their characters age and their characters continue to grow older but if you think about like a lot of other things in pop culture the first thing that comes to mind is the simpsons i mean they have stayed the same age for 32 years yeah. i mean why do they feel like i mean master chief could stay the same age marcus and, and the rest of the guys from gears of war could stay the same age you could continue on if you wanted to you well, know I just think they did it like, like in Gears of War. I think they ended the franchise right. You know, they they really closed it out. They brought a full circle. I mean, that's one of the few moves. That's one of the few games that like I cried, like literally cried at part of it. And then I was so mad at the end of the game. It was like I didn't it, know Sarge had emotions. I, I do have emotions. It was when, but it does it shock you that they come out during a third person blood and gut shooter? Well, it came out. That the, sounds accurate. That sounds well, about right. So in, in Gears of War three, Dominic dies. He sacrifices himself so Marcus can live. Wow! Spoiler alert. Well, if you haven't Shit, played it yet, dude. it's your own damn fault. Um, yeah, but this isn't G for Gears of War. This is Halo. This is brutal. Well, you brought up my emotions. This isn't S for Steven Spoils either. <laughs> Ooh, new series. Um, coming soon. So, but but anyways, yeah. So there are some games out there that they ended on a good note. Like, I, I don't understand why Kingdom Hearts is still a thing. That, that game was cool for the first couple times I played it. But then it was just like, this dude's got a key. And he's hitting stuff. I digress. Sorry. Off on a team. Uh, the latest <laughs> That's what we do here. It's the, the, yeah. the, the, the latest addition to Halo. The latest addition to Halo is Halo Infinite. And how that came about is just like how um, just like how Call of Duty has, has Battle Royale, you know, PUBG's Battle Royale. You know, that's what a lot of people are playing. So that's yeah. essentially what they did with the new Halo franchise. Hopefully they didn't do what Battlefield did. And Battlefield, I think, personally really screwed themselves on this. 
there's no campaign mode in in the new Battlefield game, which Battlefield is known for having very well thought out cinematic quality campaigns. But there is no more campaign in Battlefield. It is all a battle royale. As soon as you log in, they just put you in and you're like, here's a tutorial. Bye. And that can work in certain certain cases. Like I think the Star Wars Battlefront games did a really good job of making you feel like you were fighting in these big epic battles from the films. But they still, even if they were thin, they still had some semblance of a single-player campaign. Oh, yeah. You got to have something. Well, I mean, it's yeah. like... I'm, um, I I'm, think it was I think it was Battlefront 2. I played that one, and I didn't pick up another one just because I don't remember there actually being any sort of actual storyline. And mm. that pissed me off. It was like there were little ties of a you know, something. It's like kind of how uh, an album will have two references to each other between them or whatever. Yeah. You know? And it was like, there was that between the different settings, you know, the speeders, the TIE fighters, whatnot. But there was no story that I remember. And there was no single player story. I mean, it just, it made me mad because it was just, I wanted to play a story. I didn't want to just do endless battles over and over again there, without there feeling is. like I was progressing. There is a single player story in Battlefront 2 where you play as a a, a, a soldier. Maybe it wasn't two that I played. I don't know. Yeah, but it's but it is it is thin, it is short, it is not if you want a single player experience, th that's not where you're gonna get it. I mean yeah. that's you, that's not the game you want for sure. I mean, I'm all for a single player game. I love a co-op story. I, I love any game that we can actually play through with somebody else. I also love just a two-player game in general. Yeah. But, you know, you can't, in my opinion, put out a game, of, especially a, a fighting game, a battle game or whatever, and not have a story to it for all those single-player people out there. Because, I mean, you get bored just going in and doing the same fights over and over and that's, over. That's why I honestly hope with the new Halo game that there will be a campaign. Because what Warzone did, so when Warzone came out, that is that is Call of Duty's Battle Royale, Warzone. A lot of people aren't into that. Like when I pick up Call of Duty, Call, Call of Duty really has a very, a very good campaign to it. And I love playing the campaigns. So when but, but was Call of Duty Warzone, was that not a free to play? It is free to play. And they pushed it out as free to play to suck in the buffer between, oh, what was it? Black Ops 4 and Cold War. Well, see, but but see, I don't have a problem with that because if if you want to play Call of Duty for the missions in the first uh, for the single player campaigns, you can. But if you want this version of it, it's free. You don't yeah. have to pay an additional forty, fifty, yeah. sixty dollars so, for this thing. Like I'm, back to the whole Star Wars Battlefront thing. I mean that that's basically a multiplayer battle royale game. Which they screwed themselves on that one. That's a whole other thing, right. but yeah, EA Sports screwed the pooch on that one big time. So like I was saying, you know, so when Warzone came out, it was the in-between between Black Ops 4 and uh, I think no, Black Ops 3 or 4. Yeah, I think Black Ops 4 and uh, Black Ops Cold War. Your stuff transfers over to it, which is what I like about it. So Modern Warfare and Warzone came out and then... The new Black Ops 4. I'm sorry, the new uh, Black Ops Cold War. And my stuff transfers over. So if I buy like a battle pass, right? All my progress transfers over between the games. And now that uh, Vanguard cool. 
now that Vanguard came out, the new Call of Duty Vanguard, now they revamped Warzone. I believe it's still free to play, so you might want to download this, Danger. We can give it a try together. But they now have, it's now a battle royale, but it's, you can choose between modern or like the World War One, World War Two style weapons. Oh, that's neat. Oh, yeah. So I do like it whenever games do that, where your progress from one game carries over to the next. Because it, yeah. it just, it really makes me feel accomplished even going into the second one. And the only other game that I can think of that actually ever did that was uh, Infamous. And... Um, and I really wish I hadn't done what I did the first game <laughs> because I played the entire game. You know, every point you have an option to make a choice that changes your character, good or bad, I picked the bad one. I mean, I ended the game just looking evil as shit with tattoos everywhere all over my face. And so I went into the second game and it said, would you like to continue your progress in the first one? I said, Sure. And I started the game off with people throwing rocks at me on the street. <laughs> I was going to say, if, like, before you even started this story, I knew exactly where we were going. <laughs> like, really? You decided to be the asshole the entire time? Shocker! Wow. Well, like, okay, Mind so blown. in any game where I was able to do that, like, the first time I think I ever did it, like, in Fable, I was like, oh. I'm going to pick, all the worst, pick all the worst choices. But yeah, then but you end up feeling kind of bad, so you end up picking some good choices to become a good character in the Well, I was just getting end, ready but... to say, the whole idea about playing video games is to escape from reality. So why would you act like well, the exact I mean, same it's person like... in the video game world as you do in real life? Games? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's like Mass Effect. Oh, think think about you that. you think I'm a good person? That I want to end up being a good I'm, okay, think sorry. about think, think about Mass Effect, where the game, where the choices you make at the beginning of the game dictates the outcome of the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so True. now I will do one last thing to talk about because we are pushing the forty-five minutes. One last thing to talk about that Halo did for the gaming universe. What Halo did is Halo taught us how to cheat in game physics. It absolutely did because the one of the biggest thing in, in, in Halo Combat Evolved, like if I pick up Halo Combat Evolved and I start playing a Halo, actually Halo Combat Evolved and Halo 2, the pistol is the most overpowered weapon in the game. And when you're playing multiplayer, it's still the most overpowered weapon in the game. You can snipe across the screen two shots with a pistol, with a pistol, and kill kill somebody. Yeah, I do remember the, uh, the weapons did seem to be a little out of... Out of balance. No, absolutely. Uh, and then you could take grenades and throw grenades up the jump lifts, the anti-gravity lifts, to people up on like the second and third, second and third story and get kills. One, yeah. one of the one of the other things that I, I saw in my research was that Halo was one of the very first first person shooters that did the the two gun swap thing, mm -hmm. which again yeah. is sort of like a little more of a realistic touch to it, where you know, you could only carry so much at a time. Before then, you know, back in the build engine 90s era, first-person shooters, you had, you know, one through nine yes. different weapons. You right. had, you were literally carrying, like, a, a, an, an arsenal. arsenal. On your yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Halo was like, no, you've got, you got your pistol, you got a shotgun, you got a pulse rifle, you got a grenade. Oh, yeah. Like, you've only got you a couple things. Every other game, like, in addition to the nine weapons that you had on you, you also had a massive inventory of everything that you Ammunition. had along the right. way. So not only did you have an arsenal, but you also had a thrift store in tow <laughs> right. and going off to murder things. So you're right. Yeah, uh, Halo was the first time that I saw that really change. 
Yeah. And also in Halo, I didn't have to worry about breaking barrels and picking up everything. Yeah. Like in Fallout or whatever. So, you know. Right. Some of the things I ran across is pe- people have done the break game physics within within Halo is uh there was a issue with you could plant, you could you could take a banshee glider. I don't know if you know what a banshee glider is, there uh monster. It's the little uh purple thing that can fly. Right, right. Okay. And you could put it at the bottom of a lift, and anybody that came down the lift was automatically crushed underneath of it. Nice. So they would come down on top of it and get crushed underneath it? Yes, because it would break the game. Because two places, those two things couldn't occupy the same place. Or people would take the warthogs and jam them into doors and spawn points, and keep people in the spawn points, and then shoot the warthogs so they explode and kill a bunch of people at once. You know, I love for the game. I love when a game becomes so popular that people just play it to try to break it. Yeah. Like, what happens if I step in this one spot with this one weapon 17 times? Oh, the game crashes. Sweet. (laughs) Well, um, there there was one. I think I was, I forget what game I was beta testing. I was beta testing one game and I changed a magazine in my rifle and the magazine floated in air. So I, I like annotated it. Like I reported it. You know, magazine floating in air, and I put like the time and stuff that it happened, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna see what happens if I try to like punch this magazine. Like I hit the, I like like butt stroked the magazine that was floating in the air, and all of a sudden the ground gave out. My dude just kept falling, and then it wouldn't let me log out of the game. I literally had to power off my computer to get out of the game. It wouldn't let me hit Control Alt Delete or anything. That's fantastic. Favorite things in games is like physics breaking things, and I yeah. think my favorite one was actually Just Cause. Um, Just Cause Three. It just had the worst, oh. like, the best, like physics broken physics ever. Um, yeah, it was it was great, and then it also had a tether that you could tether things together. Oh and yes, bring them together. And it was just, you blow up everything. It was just, it's a fantastic game because of that. Like, my, it would not be as good of a game if the physics were right in that game. So my favorite thing to do in the Just Cause game series, especially when you get the multiple tethers, yeah. is to tether a tether a, 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 a dead enemy to buildings yeah. and then shoot another tether from the enemy to the ground and then put the rocket boosters on the dead enemy and then slingshot them in the air and then hit the rocket boosters at the same time. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've done that a bunch. <laughs> uh, that game just is great for just tormenting I I, things for no reason. <laughs> I was gonna say I have never played any of the Just Cause games, but you're giving you're me gonna have to. to uh, you're, you're gonna, gonna have to. Wow. Just Cause Three is one of my favorite games ever. Yep. So, okay. but this is not J for Just Cause. This is H for Hol- uh, Halo. Holo <laughs> for holler. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for Halo. And I want to thank my dearest, dearest friends. Yeah, who am I kidding? Anywho, so, all right, you got anything you want to, you, you, any last words of wisdom there? Um, any, uh, Monster, yeah, that's your name today. I was going to call you something derogatory, but I stopped myself. Um, no. Okay. It's my birthday. I shouldn't have to think this hard. All righty. All right. So, Danger, you got anything you want to say? I was going to say, I don't have anything for the people other than it is Monster's birthday. We have been blessed with another year of Ugh. the Monster, another rotation, and I actually thought of something recently, and I thought it was an interesting thing. If you think about it, whenever you have a birthday, that's not the start of that year. That's the end of that year, because you don't celebrate your first birthday at the beginning. You celebrate it after you've completed a year. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm going to give you some positive reinforcement, Luke, just because I think you need some positive reinforcement. 
You have just set a personal record for consecutive days lived today. That's true. That's true. There you go. Tomorrow, oh, I hey, hope you break the record. Hey, that's, that's all we say, can hope for. I was going to say, so we know you've completed this many years. Let's see if you can complete this many again. Just remember, you're not allowed to have a midlife crisis until you're 50. Oh, I don't know. I think I can I can reach it no, before that. Saying that he can have a midlife crisis at 50 implies that you know where the end is. It is. Your life officially ends after you're 99 years old and you're not and you're not allowed to play Legos anymore. If that's the marker then. Cuz look at a box of Legos. If I get to 99 years old, the first thing I'm going to do is probably take all my meds and then I'm going <laughs> to play with Legos. <laughs> My kids are going to have to whip my ass down the stairs. Yeah, I'm going to get rolled over to the Legos and I'm going to play with them. <laughs> 99 years old and I can still play with Legos, then I will. But let's just be honest. We're not making it there. I'm not making it there. I'm, and I don't I'm think gonna live forever. Gonna work well enough to play with Legos. But on that note. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, tune Perfect. in next week for another letter of the alphabet. Man. This is just going by so fast this year, guys. What comes after H? <laughs> Jesus, help me. Yeah, I know. I don't want to give it away. But I, I think it's funny because you said another letter of the alphabet. Like there was something else. There's another uh, letter order somewhere. There is. It's I, everybody. If you haven't studied the alphabets until you were Stop spoiling child, it. Whoa, spoiler I. alert. It's the letter I. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care.